This is 40 for 40 Podcast. With your host, Guillermo the 40. Hope you guys like it. Don't well, go fuck yourself. How about that, huh? And Pancho Marta. As soon as I said that, then I was like, you fucking idiot. What the fuck is also? Are we any good? Nah. <laughs> 40 for 40 Podcast on Volatile Network. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Guillermo the Forty, here with my co-host, Pancho Mata. Hello, everybody. As always, what's up, Pancho? I'm good, man. All right, so today we got two special guests. Let's start off with my brother-in-law. It's very special. <laughs> very, <laughs> very special to me. He's basically family, you know. He's big in the family. Hello, everybody. He he loves my sister. I do. Alex. She's going to be listening. She's Oh, no. Don't tell me that. Come on. <laughs> That's the biggest critic right there. <laughs> Alex, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, guys, for inviting me. And we have our other guest. Um, very yeah. special guest. <laughs> I'm joking because it's a big guest. We've never had anybody this big. Really? I'm very nervous. No, man. I'm not. I'll, I'll speak like Alex. It's nice to be here. Kind of calm things down. Is it? No, that's really, you know. It's really, I, it, again, man. You know, uh, Guillermo. When you first told me you had a podcast, but my, my, you know, I, I, it's something that I've been doing for a while now, and I always try to encourage people to to kind of get their own show. And and you know, people that ask me questions about podcasting and stuff, I always kind of get excited about it because you you always you know I'm sure you know this. You want everybody to do well. You want the medium to do well. You know, you want yeah. podcasting to be as popular as oh, it can yeah. be. You know, because yeah. then it's good for everybody. Everybody wins and stuff. So. Dude, just being here, you know, accepting this invite, waiting for you to invite me. I've been waiting for a while oh, now. Oh, no, no. No, I'll, be, I'll be honest. When you first told me you had a podcast, I was like, man, I wish I could guess on that thing. So I'm just going to wait. And gosh, Alex, what's it been two years since I've done this? We were calculating that yeah. just before yeah, no, you it's came. Yeah, it's probably been a year. I'm like, okay, just waiting. And then when, when, he, when Alex tells me, hey, Mo, you want to guess something? I'm like, of course, man. Let's, let's do it, you know? Well, we've been trying to gather up the... The courage to ask you. <laughs> we still don't know who he is. Oh, welcome, <laughs> DJ Mo Twister. Oh, hey, hey, yeah. everybody. Yeah, 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 you yeah, might know yeah. him from Good Times with Mo the podcast. That's right. I, yeah. Yeah, I do the podcast. Uh, but this is a Philippine-based podcast. And, um, you know, if you have Filipino listeners, or I mean, they don't even have to be Filipino. I want to check it out. Please do. Yeah, man, because, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I don't t- uh, speak Tagalog. Is yep. that how you say yeah, it? Tagalog. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I listen to it, and I can relate to a lot of things that's going sure, on. Sure, Yeah, it's very, like, you know, some of the times you start speaking in it, but it's like, oh, you know, I think I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Tagalog and, 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 and uh, Spanish, if you speak, you speak Spanish. I'm assuming yeah, yeah. Guillermo, yeah. So, you know, Tagalog and Spanish is very similar in a lot of the words. So sometimes you can kind of pick it up. We have a province in our country down south um, in, the, in the Muslim area where... Uh, they speak Spanish, like that's their dialect, man. It's it's called Chabacano, and it's like a kind of like a fucked up Spanish, you know, where the where the uh, grammar's all over the place, you know, instead like of Mike like Spanish, Mexican yeah, Spanish. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but but it's like you know, grammatically really messed up. So, did I curse? Is that all right? Oh, no, no, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, no, sorry. Please. No, it's a really, really kind of messed up type of Spanish, which is nice, you know, when you hear it because it's all over the place. But you know, the words, the words are perfectly Spanish, but it's the framing and and the way they put it together, and you sit there and like, I have no, I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. It's really, really interesting. We so. have the the same thing like in Mexico. Yeah. Uh, I've been to Mexico City, and over there in Mexico City, they speak very like clearly Spanish. Sure, very clear. But when like when you come over here, it's very different. They speak sure. in a very like musical like. 
Da 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 da. They have that cadence. That cadence, yeah, yeah, that yeah, musical yeah. rhythm cadence. to it. Yeah. And it's, that, like it's not proper, but once you go to like Mexico City, where like more more Mexicans are like proper, it's like that's the way that you should be speaking Spanish. Right, right, right. And yeah. I, like I wasn't used to it at all. Yeah, no. <laughs> Ours is like you know, it's, I guess the English equivalent is like, hi, my name is Mo. It's like name is Mo. Hi, and like what? I, that was English, you know. It's like kind of like that. It's really kind of all over the place and really really interesting. But you know, again, back to Tagalog. You know, a lot of our words we say the same. We tell the time in Spanish. You know the, the basics like pantalones, pantalones. You know in yeah, Tagalog, yeah. Zapatos, zapatos. zapatos. You know yeah. uh, <laughs> it's all the same. You know a lot of the words are the same. Our last names are, are very. Much, I know my you first know. name is a last name, right? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. No, very much. No, no. My, my 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 teacher in school, like one of my favorite teachers, was Mr. Guillermo. <laughs> so yeah, That's no, I, totally. I get that a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah, I used to get that a lot. Is that your last name? No, it's my first name. <laughs> and the L's is a Y for some reason in Mexico. Sure, right. <laughs> when I first came into this country and I started learning English in school, uh, there was a Filipino girl that was also learning English. And big, we could basically understand each other because of, of the same, you know, <laughs> the, the words are the same and everything else. And so. It's funny because some of our Spanish names, if you carry the Spanish name, it means you're really wealthy. You're like a really rich guy. And then if you come here... Like, just your normal guy of Latin descent or Hispanic descent, like, that's just his normal name. But when you're in the Philippines, that Spanish name is reserved for really elite. Like, for example, Pancho, right? Dude, that's a big time name. And you like, you old yeah, 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 man, you old yeah. castles and stuff like that. Uh, like, Inigo, you know, Joaquin. Uh, what are some of the other ones? Uh, Sebastian. Sebastian, man. You're, if your name's Sebastian, man, <laughs> you're royalty. Big time, man. Yeah, you mean, it means your parents have got money and they named you this really kind of elite Spanish name. And, man, it's just really interesting how there's a lot of similarities, but there's massive differences as well. In, I like, in how, you I like how he didn't mention Guillermo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that because too. that's a last name. <laughs> you marry into Guillermo. You name your kids Pancho. You know? I, I like that too because he mentioned me first. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I that. I'm going to move to the Philippines so I can become somebody up there. Oh, my God. You go there, you're going to be a telenovela star. <laughs> well, you know what? Guillermo in English is William. So Is it? Yeah. It's a king's name. Yeah. For, for a long time when I was younger, I really wanted to just have my name to be William. Like, I hated the name Guillermo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated it. Sure. Everybody in school didn't know how to say it, and I was, like, so ashamed of my name. I'm right, like, right. just going to go out for William. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I was like, it never worked out. <laughs> you know what hey, I was man, thinking? call me Will. Nah, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was thinking? Uh, I, I think I'm going to move to the Philippines so I can actually be somebody, because... In this podcast, in one of the episodes, you refer to me, or I think I refer to myself as the Mexican M. Frank. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I'm nothing here in the U.S., but somewhere in the world, I can be somebody. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, Pancho, I'll tell you, the moment you land, they're like, okay, no, clearly this guy has his own, like, Finally, uh, you know, massive hacienda farm, uh, Casa de Pancho or whatever. Where's you your know? island at? <laughs> know, yeah. right? Usually when you're really wealthy in the Philippines, you, you have a name for your home. You know, I don't know if they do that also in Mexico, but it's always Casa de something, yeah. you know, and it's just... Everybody who lives there is Inigo and, and Pancho and, and Joaquin and Sebastian. That's the, all the brothers are there. And that's, that's it, man. Those are their names. It's cool. Pancho, you ready yeah. to go into the Philippines, Yeah, book man? your flight. Uh, yeah. yeah, book your flight. Be That'd nice. be nice, dude. It would be nice, yeah. We could host a podcast like that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, learn, right. You, you learn Tagalog soon. It'd be great. Yeah, yeah there stuff. you go. I mean, the history of the Philippines is basically kind of the same one as sure. Mexico. It, yeah. You know, was conquered by the Spanish and that's all right. that kind of stuff. That's why everything's basically similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Food, again, names, language, everything. Because, yeah, Spaniards were in the Philippines for like 300 years, so it's been a long time. 
So let me tell you about the podcast, man. Yeah, um, let's go. So how we got started with this podcast and stuff, man, like we we work all day. We work sure. like 12 hours a day. <laughs> so all we do is listen to podcasts. We really do. Right. 530 right. to 530, you know? Yeah. All we do is listen to podcasts. We have no conversation with people. Sure. <laughs> we, like, <laughs> you know, so we're like, we need that conversation, you know? So we, we decided to start up this podcast and we got inspired by different podcasts, you know? We enjoy like the the... The friendliness, the the harshness that some of the podcasts that we listen to have right. with each other, you know, right. the the how do you say that camaraderie, yeah, <laughs> right. And uh, so that that's what got us going with this podcast. So we were listening to your podcast, and um, you know um, how uh, here. What, what were the questions that we were going to tell? We had all these things planned out. For no, you, no, right? don't ask me anything, man. Well, it's cool. Like, getting back to the you know the Filipino thing, um, it, it is very interesting to me that you have listeners. From all over the world, literally, right, like, right. Even places like Saudi Arabia, which is oh, we it a was lot of very bizarre to me. Yeah, yeah. Saudi's but it, well represented. They're all Filipinos. Yeah. So yeah. I was. I wanted to ask you if that's like a, a cultural thing for the Filipinos. Like, well, you know, to uh, be that close. Yeah. Well, the number one thing we export in our country is people. Like that's our number one export. You know, we've got a lot of natural resources and all of these things as a country, but we the the, the number one thing we send out to the world are people. And they go everywhere. So they're Filipinos freaking everywhere, you know? Yeah. Um, and because of that, the podcast works well because, you know, they long for their own kind of product. Or if, you know, they go on YouTube and they want to, you know, watch Filipino shows and stuff like that. So, so to have one that caters to Filipinos all over the place is, I think, what makes it effective. Um, you have Filipinos who call the show from Saudi. That, that's, again, that's a super common, maybe... In one week, we'll get a handful of calls from the Middle East, Qatar, Dubai, Saudi, I mean, all of it. They're all there. Um, and then, you know, that's, again, that's just the appeal, I think, of it. Um, and it just worked out well that way. I didn't really intend it to be that way. It's not supposed to be the worldwide show. You know, it's, I, I was doing it out of my apartment in Manila for, and the reason why I was doing it is because in podcasts, you can do a lot of things that you can't do on radio. You can talk about things that you can't on radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. Can, you have yeah. a lot more control over the content and what you can say and what you can't say and, and all of that. And that's how it kind of came about. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, you, I'm getting phone calls from all of these countries and Filipinos who are just looking for something so they can relate to instead of the local stuff. Because when you're in Saudi, a lot of the stuff that you're watching is in Arabic and all of that. And you don't really kind of – it doesn't you know, engage. You're like, yeah, you, it's like a – like a home, like you feel like home when you're listening to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, sure. And be able to call and interact, you know, and all of that stuff. I think that's what kind of made it rather successful as a, as a podcast. So, yeah, no, man, I'm thrilled about that. That, that it works out that way. <laughs> I kind of feel like, again, I was asking if it was a cultural thing to be so close as a culture. Yeah. That, that you seek something similar to you in any part of the world. But I think uh, you should give yourself more credit than that because they seek you out as opposed to just anything that has to be because when they call you it seems very personal they seek me out and i think because it's established you know um trust me a lot of people like the podcast a lot of people hate it too you know i mean a lot of people really really hate sounds like our podcast yeah no they they really they really do despise me because culturally we don't talk about those things on a show like the content you know sex life and and this and that so because we're so quote-unquote conservative or at least we try to pretend we are there's a lot of people who who don't like it, you know. Yeah. In that case, so I I think um, well, thank you for the compliment that they seek me out, but I think they also seek an established product, you know, something that they can trust through because they've listened to a hundred episodes. You know, we've already had how many episodes? Gosh, I don't know, man. We we You're on we, your fourth we, season. We're on the fourth season, yeah, in our fifth year. So 
And, you know, we've had downloads, maybe maybe at this point, our numbers in 60 million downloads thereabouts. So it's, 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 uh, it's considerable, you know? A lot of people have listened to it. Because you, have, because you can establish a product like that, people then trust it. I think more than even trusting just me, you know? Mm-hmm. They trust the show, you know? So that's... Uh, that's a cultural thing. I think you know, people people just, you know, they, they, they're they going to open up their lives. They want to make sure that they're going to do it to something that they trust. Yeah, and the yeah. advice that you give, is it's pretty harsh, man. You give it to them straight up. I try, I try. <laughs> you know, I'm not like Alex here who's, you know, who does it for a, for a living. Alex is really great oh, and yeah. calm and positive. That's I my wish I could, too. Yeah, I wish I, could be, I wish I could be more like Alex. Maybe I need to, you know. No, ha- you'll lose all your listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but it's effective, you know. No, maybe a, a nice little balance of, of you know, I, I think the key to talking to people, Alex, you tell me if this is right or wrong, is really just give common sense advice. Um, Always, I, what I try to do is always know that, hey, I've made those mistakes too. Oh, yeah, man, that's, that's normal. I think the word I like to use a lot is, hey, that's normal. As mm-hmm. weird as you think you are, or as wild as you think your life is, or as unique as you think your problems are. No, no, you, there's a lot of people out there who have it. In fact, I've had it several times, you know? And then they kind of make, make them feel better for some reason. Is that true? Like, is that, is that well, that's to- true. When yeah. you're, when you're re- being very soft with your words and talking to them very earnestly, I mm-hmm. think you can connect with them better. Yeah. Um, but again, I think that when you're doing a show, it depends on what the aim of the show is sure, and sure. what you want your listeners to hear. Do they want to hear you attack this person? Do they want to hear you, you know, right. side with the person? And right. does it coincide with your beliefs as well? Uh, how, how about, I mean, I'm going to interview Alex for a second here just for my own personal <laughs> game, <laughs> no, for my own personal <laughs> game. Um, like, but when somebody, when somebody wants, and here's the thing that I kind of battle with all the time, when, when somebody wants something, but they know that that thing is bad you know or you know it's bad mm-hmm. do you okay for example say a guy calls and says hey i want to cheat on my wife mm-hmm. and then he's asking me what i think about it and like well what do you want he's like i want to cheat on her well, fucking cheat on her and you know like I, i'm giving bad advice sometimes because that's what they want like yeah. i always ask you what do you want in your life well i want a mistress all right but you understand you're gonna get screwed if this happens but if that's what you want let's let's make a plan on how you're gonna get away with it uh, that's kind of how i pull it off maybe it's effective maybe it's Good show, but maybe it's bad advice as well at the same time. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell them, listen, you want to cheat on your wife, this is what's going to happen. You're going to get in trouble, right? You're going to get caught. You might, you might lose your kids. You might get you know, this and this and this and that and all that. But if you really want to do it, fine. Let's get a battle plan going. Step number one, you need a second self. <laughs> Step number two, you need, you know. That I, I, provides for much more entertaining uh, radio than what sure. I would have uh, suggested. So what I'm doing is wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, it is wrong. <laughs> no, it is wrong. You need to go to church. And <laughs> no, but you see, don't, people just want reinforcement on their... Uh, That's a good point. On their bad aspects that they have. I mean, they, they know that what they think and they're doing is wrong. That's right. There's no denying it. They know that it's wrong. They just want somebody to tell them that it's okay to be wrong. And it is that's, okay. That's most of my life. <laughs> right, right. But they don't want the consequences. They just want reinforcement as to like, I'm not such a bad piece of shit. I'm just a little bit of a piece of shit. I think that's exactly what I do. It's like, okay, listen, okay, you're a douchebag, but I, I, I can see that this is what you want. I'll support you with what you want. But you have to understand there are consequences yeah. to it, you know, and... and Again, Alex, man, if you can give me advice on how to, how to deliver that a, a little bit I think that's a great way to deal with it on the right. radio. Sure. If you wanted to feel a little better about yourself, about giving bad advice, mm-hmm. then you might ask them, you know, well, if you want to cheat on your wife, you obviously don't want to be with your wife. Is that correct or is that incorrect? Right. You know, right. well, do you want to be honest with her? Why don't you just be honest with her? Sure. And then go your separate way if you don't want to be with her. Look, I got the chills, man. All of a sudden, it's so effective. Look at Alex, man. He's really like, I'm telling you, he's one. You got to get your show on, Alex. Look at that. I got to all these goosebumps, man. No. I'm going to write that down. <laughs>
<laughs> you can listen to me on Wednesday nights. <laughs> <laughs> Graveyard shift. Great. <laughs> And that's most of our conversations that I have with Alex. <laughs> Alex, should I cheat? <laughs> what should I do, Alex? I see a pill on the floor. Alex, should I drink this pill? <laughs> Everything goes through Alex. <laughs> well, no, let me ask you this, Alex, real quick. Because, you right. know, again, uh, when you have your own personal problems, which, again, I'm sure not every life is perfect, do you then use your background, your, your education to break yourself down? Or you need to have somebody else... Because, you know, sometimes I ask psychics, I go, hey, like, you know, I don't really believe in them, but, you know, they're popular, right? So I'll go, hey, you know, why don't you guess what the lotto numbers are? And like, oh, no, it doesn't work when it's on me, you know, if it's my personal gain. And, you know, now in more tangible world, like, you know, what you do, is that something where if you've got a personal problem, you have to ask advice from someone else or you, you know what the answers are because you've studied it and this is what you do for a living? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I always... Unfortunately, I always think I know the correct answer. Sure. So I rarely go to other people. Mm. Uh, I think that Here's is. My number. <laughs> I think that's wrong. I think that's wrong. I yeah. think I should seek out other people because mm-hmm. that's what I would suggest to others. Right. Right. So, um, what happens when I try to um, take on that role when I talk to my wife about that? Well. Because she's familiar with those techniques. Yeah, <laughs> she studied psychology as oh, well. Oh, she did? Okay. So she looks at me like, you're not going to do that to me. <laughs> that's right. So that's it backfires funny. on me. Yeah, yeah. It really no, that's does. funny. Yeah. See, I have this theory, and obviously you know you're more experienced than I am. So, you know, basically I want your approval of my theory of, on, on uh, advice from a complete... You, you are not a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, sorry. Well, <laughs> you're just like a really that, that loud part. Yeah. Not a shit, you know? <laughs> no, um, when people ask advice on anything, right? Yeah. They, I think, the best advice comes from a complete outside point of view. Say mm-hmm. somebody who's very objective and has no interest on your personal or whatever affairs. Now, there's two things when it comes to that. One, it, it could be very good advice because they're being very, very objective. Mm-hmm. So they won't tell you the good or the bad. They just like the right thing to do according to their mind. Mm-hmm. So it is a great advice, but at the same time, like they don't have that um, investment that you have at the, with um, in the subject, right? Right. So if you take it, it'll be the best advice. But then they don't take into account whatever personal feelings you're going to go through. So. It's kind of like a, it'll be the right advice, but you're gonna have a, you're gonna go through a, a little bit of suffering. Mm-hmm. Is that is that correct or not? That's really good. Or should, you, or should you go with somebody who kind of relates to you, say a friend? It's it's a complicated question because you need to take into account if you're taking this really good advice from this person, you know what what their view of you is, how they see you, and do they know what your ultimate goals are as well? You know, are you in a position to take this advice and be able to take out that that emotional fall fallout that that might occur if you take that advice? Are they going to be there to support you if you follow that advice or who do you have to support you if you take on that advice? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot of different factors that you need to take into account if you're going to pursue this person's advice versus that person's uh, advice. And like you said, because they're not going to be there or they might not necessarily be there, uh, it might not be the best advice. You know, okay. only you, you know yourself best. You know what's around you and who's going to be there for you. 
Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of kind of nice uh, way to say it because there's it's a great question. I mean, man, sometimes yeah, you want to go to a friend because you know a friend's going to be there and cry with you and suffer through with you and all of that stuff. But you also know that their advice could be heavily biased, you know, exactly. you know for, so. for because they know you so well, and that if you do get advice from a third party that you don't know very well, yeah, it might be the most objective and sound advice. But guess what? They're not available all the time because they're strangers, you know, or right. or they cost a lot of money, you know. It's like I really need to talk to that guy, but man, he's a hundred bucks. An hour, you know, 150 bucks an hour. I gotta, I gotta wait. I'll just go talk to my friend. But the friend, yeah, is very much biased, but at least is supportive. So it's, it's a nice little kind of if you can balance both of them, what might be really a good idea. I don't Absolutely, know. I mean, you know. taking as many different uh, point of views as you can, and then really just take a look at yourself and you make that decision mm-hmm. based on what you know about yourself. Yeah, sure. because at the end, it'll be your decision. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's gonna be you alone at night when you go to bed and thinking about it, and staring <laughs> at the wall. But oh, yes. there's been many nights. <laughs> <laughs> There is any sleep? Yeah. <laughs> no sleep at all, right? All right. So the some like I, I've been listening to your podcast. Yeah. Some of the advice that you give, I mean, obviously, like you were saying, it's pretty harsh and stuff. Sure. Have you gotten any uh, like criticism on the things that you say to people? Oh, all, all the time. No. Oh, oh, dude, all the time, man. Too. Yeah. No. Super. I gosh. How do I say this? You know, and and be a little humble. I mean, I, I've had uh, I've had the Senate pass a law uh you know and, and well not i don't want to say i don't want to take credit and say that it's because of me but i've had like seen senators in the press say oh well you know we're passing this um uh, amendment like uh what's the term like section of this law that we're passing oh because guys like mo you know i'm like well what I do? <laughs> <laughs> you know so i just read it in the paper i'm like hey look you mentioned me and you know, this is awesome so yeah i mean it gets criticized a lot because of it's so harsh and um but at the same time you know uh if if it was really bad, I would see it in the numbers. You know, I would see it in that nobody's calling or nobody's listening. So I think it's effective. Maybe like what Alex said, there's a way to give advice on the radio that kind of makes people go, oh, hey, that was kind of cool. That was kind of funny and all that. Um, but then there are other people also who think that, oh, man, that's awful. You know, too aggressive or too profane or too this. And then we're going to have to do something about it. And then they complain, you know. So right. I've had a lot of groups you know aside from politicians groups alone that have contacted me uh corporations that have contacted the show demanding things be removed um as much as possible i try not to remove episodes outright but it has happened in the past maybe four or five times i've had to completely ban an episode because a certain group would would threaten (laughs) something you know Um, usually the politician not so bad you know you i get the the death threats all that that's that's all that's all part of it but I'm talking about like when corporations, they're so powerful, you know, I'm sure they are here in America as well as, as they are in the Philippines, that if they go, hey, listen, we don't like what this was said, how this was said about one of our people, because somebody called and said, you know, yeah, I was sleeping with this person, blah, 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 and they're part of this corporation, mm. I have to pull it because, you know. Yeah, you don't want any legal, you know, backlash. Yeah, the legal, the legal is one issue, but it's, you know, in the end, it's like if they pull out, they pull out from everything that I do you know, financially, like my TV shows then suffer, my my radio show suffers, you right. know, because of that. Yeah, the, and yeah. I get screwed for that. The podcast can suffer. I'm like, fuck it, I don't care. It's just a podcast. You know, at my home, no worries. I have no one to answer to. But at the same time, I do TV shows. I got three other shows aside from this that run on the mainstream media, and they'd be like, okay, if you don't pull it out there, I'm going to pull that out of your TV show. And I'm like, oh shit, yeah, yeah. Well, then you know, that's political pressure. That's kind of pressure that you have to kind of fall to. <laughs> what What do you think of this new? Uh, I mean, me and him been noticing that our new generation, I guess we could call it our generation, is very sensitive when it comes to like different issues. Yeah. Um, 
Do you think that's like kind of like a fake thing that they're doing? I don't know. I, I don't understand it. I don't understand the new sensitivity that's been going on with everything. I think maybe it's a smaller world. Um, and again, maybe this Alex might even have a better answer to this, but I think it's a smaller world, and that because opinions and uh, news gets goes around so fast that you hear a, another side from a person in another part of the world that goes, "Hey, I was offended by this. I was sensitive about this," and you go, oh, "Yeah, that makes sense." Instead of just your own community, that sometimes you have the same. Uh, kind of look at certain issues and morals or a code that you guys run by that now when you start hearing other people's you know sensitivities whether they be delicate or whether they be sound sensitive well yeah man i didn't think about that because this other kind of person was in it was offended by something you said it opens your mind at the same time it also starts to soften you up a little bit and then you know people get sensitive yeah and i don't know is that if that's the, no, the right I way to go i completely agree with yeah? you yeah yeah so Social media, smaller world, faster new, faster travel, uh, blogs, podcasts, everything, vlogs on YouTube, whatever. When you start absorbing other people's mindset and, and their code that they run with, you start then altering yours and you start to kind of be sent. I have a question a for more. you, Mo. Yeah, yeah. If uh, I, and this is for these guys because yeah. uh, they're starting out and they're really raw and rude. Sure, and, raunchy and all you that. Know, how, how has that affected you over the years? Um, not being able to say certain things or softening you up a bit. I mean, gosh, you, if you go five years ago when we started the pub, well, this is going to be offensive, but you just I'm, I'm doing, like, well, well, take it in the spirit that it's intended. We'll say it. So five years ago, if you said, I, I would say the word, like some gay guy would call the show, I'm like, yeah, what's up, Peg? You know, and now you can't do that, right? right. You can't yeah. do that. Like, that would be really bad, right? Um, <laughs> These guys do that. Yeah. So, but, 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 but you have... When somebody calls and they're obviously gay, yeah. and that's not that it's a bad thing, I support. Sure, completely. sure, of course. And you actually oh, we know do, you do say, <laughs> you actually do say right away before they even say anything, are you gay? Yeah, yeah, because I can hear and, their voice, and, and, and that, that's not necessarily <laughs> wrong at all. Right, but some people would consider that nowadays a bad thing. Oh, you, absolutely, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. I think things have changed, like. And and that's it's an ongoing change is is really my thing. It's like if you listen to the podcast from five years ago for the very first time, I'm like man, this guy's fucking racist and he's this he's homophobic. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. It's like like everything's changing. The sensitivities are changing, right? right. I would never say. Well, I don't want to say I would never say the word now, but I would certainly think two, three, four, five times before I say right. it because. Um, you know, it, it's just it, it, it affects people differently today than it did, say, five years ago. And that's the problem with podcasting. This is where it's a dangerous game here, because when you're on the radio, which I do, and I've been doing radio for 20 years now, is when you say it, it's gone forever. The right. moment it comes out of your lips, gone forever. It's whoever was listening at the time are the only people that would accept it, and it's gone and never comes back. With podcasting, you say anything. <laughs> that shit is still, it's still very much relevant to somebody who, who listens to it 10 years later and then thinks you're a really awful human being because right. we don't know what we're going to have to go back to the archives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't, oh, yeah. you don't know if those words mean com- something completely different 10 years from now. Right. And it might. You know, it totally could. So I try to check myself, but then I always try to explain to people, you know, also, hey, that was five years ago and we speak, we spoke differently back then, but still a little, I, I can never run for office. How about that? You know, I can yeah. never run for yeah. mayor here, or governor or whatever, because somebody's just going to dig that up and go, look at you, you freaking, you know, this and this and that. <laughs> but you see, I, I don't think that's such a bad thing. That's just language. If you try to restrict language, then I mean, that's just completely bad for society. It depends on what all. you're trying to achieve with the show. You yes. Know? If you're absolutely. trying to achieve, you want money, you know, you want to make it a living. You know, clearly, we all have to earn something, right? If you want to do it that, then you always have to remind yourself yeah. because, you know, clearly, 
um, sponsors are so sensitive. They'll pull out of for anything, right? Um, you know, you saw Manny Pacquiao, for example, recently, right? Oh, he yeah, said right, the thing yeah. about the homosexuals. And boom, Nike's gone. Boom, everybody's gone, you know, quickly. Um, and his is really fucking bad. But, like, you, <laughs> but, but, but you see that, yeah. Kurt Schilling did the same thing. I don't know if you guys oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fired from ESPN yeah. for, for uh, this issue uh, in Carolina regarding the, uh, the, the, the use of the, the restaurants. restaurants. And, and, you know, again... I don't really think that was okay. It was bad, but I don't think it's like get him fired. Bad, you no. know. Yeah, I didn't think so. Either. But, it was a pretty. I mean, it's an opinion, right? Right. I mean, but you, it depends on what you're trying to achieve. But there's a difference. I mean, uh, I don't think it was ill mannered to what he said. No, 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 about the restrooms. Like it wasn't like uh, he I don't retweeted think he was something. Hurt no, and he, it wasn't an original piece of content. But regardless, original or not, I guess if people are offended, people are going to be offended. But my yeah. point is, is what are you trying to achieve? What are you trying to achieve with your show? If you want it to be a show that. You know, you can make a living off of and all of that stuff. You have to check some of that stuff at the door before you enter this podcast thing. You know, you really do. Yeah. Um, if you don't care about that stuff and you just want your opinion heard and you want to be true to yourself and raw and all that stuff, then Pancho, man, I'm with you, man. Go no, say, but, say whatever, but, dude. But I think the difference is that, I mean, as bad as a language that we might use, I, I mean, I have no ill feelings for anybody, whether race or gender, anything. I absolutely support all of it. You know, and just because I say a certain word doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. Now, I'm not saying that Manny Pacquiao is a bad person, but he obviously feels what he said. So sure, he really like, believes that. I think yeah. it's a big difference between saying certain words and believing that gays are a certain kind of people. Like, no, dude, I mean, yeah, am I the bad person because yeah. I use the language and he feels that way? That's absolutely well, well, backwards. Well, 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 you know, think. there's a saying, and Alex, again, you tell me if there's a psychological kind of uh, component to all of this or aspect. People, you know... The, the defense for Pancho is, I'm only responsible for what I say, not how you absorb it. You're responsible for, the, mm-hmm. for what you think I said, but here's what I said. Now, that's a fine defense sometimes, but it's not anymore, I think, or at least maybe in the past it was okay. Now, you are responsible for how another person absorbs it as well. It, it, would that be true? Or? Right, and even more so when they start clipping the, the, the audio. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, just a certain, yeah, stuff, they take yeah. it out of context and... You know, um, definitely uh, can't really understand what people are trying to say uh, based on what they say. Right. Uh, you got to dig deeper. Yeah. 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 In my defense, though, I, I would never insult anybody, uh, willfully insult anybody. Yeah. But if they get offended, that's on them. That's not See, on that's me. the thing. I don't know if that's a current way of looking at things effectively. I, I get what you're saying because, man, I used to think that way and and and... And I'm not disagreeing with you outright. You know, I mm-hmm. see what you're saying because, Pancho, you clearly are a good guy. And, and I know that from the, for the 30 minutes that I've sat here with you and hung out with you. you and I, I'm listening to you speak. I, at least I listen to the choice of words. And I'm, I'm impressed by you. So I know you now. Mm-hmm. And if I hear you say something like that, like maybe like what Manny said or, for example, I would go, no, I don't think Pancho's like that kind of guy. But, dude, man, if I'm listening to this podcast for the very first time and I hear you and I not know you for the right. 30 minutes and, you know, downstairs we're hanging out for a little bit and, and chit-chatting, all of a sudden you're a dick to me and I'm not going to listen to the show anymore. Yeah. So you see how you have to kind of almost keep it in mind, on, not outright because I don't want to change the person who you are or change the flavor of the show or anything like that, but if the question was do I keep it in mind, if the question is how do I react to that, I do try to keep it in mind more than say five years ago when I started, and it's not, and, and at the same time, not to try to alter the integrity of the show or what it's about, because I used to be that. Like, dude, fuck it, man. If I say it, you know, I'm not racist. You know, I'm not homophobic. You know, nah, I'm not yeah. these things. But that's, if I say something that could be taken that way, that's mm-hmm. on you. I can't. I no, cannot. I can no longer have that mentality. That is not a good defense either yeah. way. I mean, I, as as much as I might say that I'm not a racist 
and say completely racist things, it's not a defense that I say I'm not a racist, but I say all these things. I understand that everything I say has to be, you know, I have to take sensitivity of, you know, of other people into account when I say whatever I say. And I, and I will do that. I do that, but... Sometimes but, but you, you know, sorry to cut you off, but okay. you know what? It's different also with the kind of personality you are. Like I was listening to Howard Stern the other day, and he was using the N-word like crazy. He was like, <laughs> N-word this, N-word that. And I'm like, how is he getting away with this? And then you think, but he's Howard Stern. Yeah. Maybe that's how he gets away with it because there's also this large amount of popularity and um, I guess – uh, what's the term here? You were saying this earlier, uh, rawness to his delivery and that he can get away with it because people know him, they trust him, they know he's not racist. Wait, so he's, but, but then, you know, he's a, he has a past now to use yes, the N-word. he has like an establishment that, that he built on his right. own that people so know him, yeah. It's, it's kind of weird like that. It's, it's just, some, some people can get away with it, some people can Then you just have to get a feel for what you can get away with. Kurt Schilling can't get away with it. Manny yeah. can't get away with it. Dude, Howard Stern could totally call somebody, course, you know, yeah. this word or that word and he gets away it's 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 weird. It's for, it's not a hard rule. It's 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 you know for for, some for Manny Pacquiao. I, I think it was a a lot based on his religion. Absolutely, right. It's all right, religion right, for I, I, for Kurt Schilling. I'm not too sure. I think it's just he's just very oblivious of what's happening right now in the world. I right. think with Kurt Schilling. Well, with Kurt, it's it's more like okay, I've got daughters. I think Kurt's got several daughters, well, and I don't want I mean, my daughters in the same bathroom. Like a year ago, they got uh, like they got the guy fired from. I think they were offending his daughters on Twitter. Right, and he you went remember that. Nuts yeah, he went right nuts and that. he got yeah. them fired. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. So he's very protective of stuff like that, and that's karma. who he is. Yeah, <laughs> is that karma? Yeah, that's who Kurt Schilling is. You know, so again, he's very protective of his girls. Right. So, you know, but he got fired for it because he spoke his mind or maybe not in this case spoke, but did something that rubbed somebody the wrong way. And you got to keep it in mind. And OK, so, I mean, he's he's Catholic. Uh, Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, Manny is. Right. It's a Catholic. Christian. Is a, yeah. Oh, Christian. Yeah, yeah. Christian. OK, so Christian is like the, the biggest religion in the Philippines. Well, yeah, Catholic is, but he's Christian. Catholicism is oh, massive okay. in, in the country, but he's Born again Christian, so, so uh, one of those, almost like Protestant. That God, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. It's just you know, these things are so, so, so damn technical. It's fucking. No, I mean, it's, I, no, it's actually good to be technical about religion because there's many different aspects that we don't know necessarily about. Sure, it's but, just confusing for for us because we got yeah. so many things going on over there. But yeah, you're right. All right. Uh, um, okay, where was I going with this? Yeah, yeah, sorry, Manny. Manny. <laughs> oh yeah, Manny Pacquiao. Okay. Uh, so I, I obviously there's a lot of like like transgenders um, sure. um, in the Philippines Tons. and stuff. How does that mix up in the in the Philippines? Because it's very religious. How does that all again weird? I don't know, man. Maybe shit again. I, I always reference Alex because maybe there's an explanation and educated explanation about well, it. Because I know I the... don't get it, man. We have so many homosexuals. You cannot go into the mall and take. And I'm not gonna. I don't want to exaggerate. You probably can't take thirty steps without seeing one or two at any given moment. So. If, if that's the case, and our malls are huge, if there's 5,000 people in the mall on a Sunday, which is realistic, 1,200 to 2,000 might be homosexual. I know the, so many. the theory of uh, the Catholic girl is always the sluttiest. Sure. Something like that. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, right. <laughs> it could be something like that, right? Yeah, man. I, I don't get it because, again, for a country that has no divorce yet, we have so many womanizing men. We have, you know, we have so many, so many homosexuals. There's no gay marriage. You know, there's no gay rights and all of that. It's it's crazy. How how I don't know what the explanation is. Why we do that? We look like fucking hypocrites. Man. I, it's crazy. I think that's the whole thing of every religion, basically. You know, if my very narrow point of view that. It's suppressing that taboo aspect that sex is a natural thing or sexuality. It's many ways to go about it, but they just don't want to uh, they acknowledge the problem. 
So like, no, we're Christian and there's no problem, even though the problem is there. And not necessarily that it's a problem. Obviously, it's great to be whatever you want to be. But it's just that... Why are you looking at me for? Clearly, if you want to buttfuck somebody, you're yeah. completely... I'm okay with that. I'm glad I got your blessing, dude. Right. Thank you. It's just the denial of sex in general within the religious point of view. Sure. So it's it's just take it as what it is, you know. There is transgenders and it's also religious. I wish I wish it were the case, but so many of the laws and stuff like that that have been say in a country like ours again is is based on biblical stuff. Yeah. And you know, and the Bible says, you know, yeah, no yeah. to that, then it's no to that. And no matter how how large the population is that that scripture doesn't relate to their lifestyle, it's still the scripture, and that's how the laws are going to have to be. And I think that's really the problem, is then when you start mixing the Bible with your lawmaking, even though the lawmakers are motherfuckers too, they're stealing, and thou shall not steal. Oh, they all fucking steal. Thou shall not kill. They all killing people. You know, There's all of that stuff. They just pick and choose which one is best for them, and then they know that the, this large population of 100 million people really are hardcore about the Bible. And so, I'm, you know, it's, it's we have no divorce. We're, I think we're the only country left in the world without divorce. Maybe there's another one, like maybe Vanuatu or some other country, like a small island somewhere. But you know, that's it. We're the we're the, we're the only twos left. Our country and someone else's, which is weird because our lawmakers have all have mistresses, wives, annulments, and all of these other stuff. But because it says in the Bible you shouldn't be doing that, they make the laws based on what it says on the Bible. There really, even though we act differently, there really is no. Divorce. There's no divorce in the Philippines. It's crazy. It's, it's wow, that, I, I didn't know that. That's yeah. So how do you get out of it? There's only one way to get out. Of it. Yeah, <laughs> you don't get out of it. Well, you, you can go via annulment um, and then you know of course there's a lot that has to go on I mean psychologist psychiatrist has to see you and see that oh you're mentally incapacitated to be in this marriage and that's the only way to get out but aside from that you're stuck man but just remember that in the Bible also says that if your husband dies you go to his, to his brother, so... Yeah, there's, yeah, there's no crazy... Something. There's no getting away from that yeah. fucking thing. All of, all of a sudden, Pancho doesn't want to go to the Philippines. Earlier, he was like, yeah, I want to go to the Philippines. Like, yeah. And I was like, what? No, hell no. I mean, it's a back and forth that I'm having. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be a king, but there's not going to be divorce. There's transsexual, but like... <laughs> that's right. It's, it's good times. Luckily, Pancho has no brothers. <laughs> <laughs> um, are, are you uh, religious? I am not too much. I mean, you know, Alex and I were altar boys growing up in oh, church. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, we would see each other and like, you know, all dressed up and stuff like that and being uh, holy. Um, but not since those days. I mean, occasionally, every now and then. Like if there's a lot of turbulence on an airplane. <laughs> fuck, man. I'm super <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got all the prayers. I remember all the prayers, all the songs. I have a playlist. No shit. I have a playlist that's just religious music. For the airplane when stuff gets a little turbulent <laughs> up there. So all of a sudden I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, Jesus Lord in heaven. <laughs> like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah. Start getting up, yeah. down the aisle. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. But aside from that, no, not, not too much. Not, not too much? much. Yeah. Um, we're, we were talking earlier how you get a lot of listeners from like Saudi Arabia and mm. stuff like that. I know, Poncho, you had a question about that, Yeah, right? um, obviously most of uh, the advice that I've heard so far in the podcast is, um, well, a lot of it has to do with the relationship. But mostly when it comes to sexual, the sexual aspect of the relationship. Yeah. Do you uh, conform your advice based on their religion in that country? Because no, no, only unless it's illegal. Like when we get calls from Saudi, uh, what's that, Kuwait maybe, Qatar, a lot of uh, that's when the advice 
starts to, you know the sexual advice has to you have to kind of curtail it to the laws there like i think it's in saudi where you can't even be in the room with a female like mm-hmm. if they catch you you're in trouble you go to jail stuff like that um it, certain middle eastern countries are not so strict uh i think pakistan is fine but saudi isn't so you cannot be in the same room you're not wow. even doing anything you know you can't be outside with them so when people call and like man there's this girl i really want to have sex with her she's so fucking hot how do i have sex with her without the police breaking down my door and arrest me and i'm like man i don't have, i don't know you maybe try this you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't tell anybody how about but but again because if you get caught even just walking up the stairs into a household and you guys are not married somebody might call somebody so those those are the kind of advice you have to be careful of um i always tell them check the laws in your country mm-hmm. because i don't want to tell you to do something and then all of a sudden you get 50 lashings or whatever and i see you on cnn or something like that, you know getting in trouble for, right. for having sex with your girlfriend you know um but, 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 boy, but that's a common thing, man. That's yeah. a common call. Like, how do I get away with having sex with my girlfriend or this girl I just met and we're here in Riyadh and, you know, I get screwed if I do this. You see, you mentioned Pakistan and, like, Pakistan gets, obviously, rightfully, they do get a lot of, you know, neg- negative uh, press or whatever. Yeah. But they were one of the first countries to uh, accept transgender as another gender. Nobody really fucking knows it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I get Pakistani guests on the show and people that call. And they, they fucking love it. Yeah. But, you know, we watch Homeland in a TV show and Claire Dance blasting in, in all over Tehran or whatever. There, or is, that, is it? No, that's a Islamabad or something like that. Or, you know, and, you know all, these, all these TV shows, you make it kind of think it's really bad place. But no, all the people that have been on the show from certain countries that we kind of have a bad reputation, they all fucking love it. You know, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. So I try to keep an open mind about stuff like that because, yeah, you know, they're... You, you think Pakistan and then maybe, say, Saudi Arabia, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm sure Pakistan's far more, like, strict. But no, man, dude, dude, the Saudi callers, they're like, dude, it is really strict in our country. We can't do shit here, you know. I, I got arrested the other day for taking a sip of a beer or whatever, you know, I'm exaggerating. But that's that's yeah. kind of the life they have over there. It's, 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 it's wild. So maybe a show, show like ours... It's, it's kind of a nice little exodus for them because it's so strict. You know, then there, there, there's things that they can and cannot do. And all of a sudden they got the show where they can hear their voice talking about, you know, all these other crazy Taboo, topics, yeah, taboos, yeah. topics. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, you know, fulfilling and kind of nice, like a little vacation from I what think, they have I going on. I think it's a nice, refreshing thing to hear when you live in a country that, w- that is so strict as fucking, uh, you know, Saudi or whatever. But it's refreshing to hear somebody just talking normal, you know? Yeah, because yeah, normal yeah. to them is one thing. Normal to us is obviously a completely different thing. But in the, in our minds, in our animal human minds, normal is normal. So if it's sex, if it's relationship problems, whatever, they can relate and we can relate. So it, it's refreshing for them to hear this kind of stuff. Plus, a lot of these countries uh, that call the show sometimes they don't. Their, their countries don't allow them to surf certain kind of websites for whatever reason. So the podcast is kind of nice because you just download this program and you get a lot of content that you otherwise would not be able to see on websites or on local television or whatever. So what's always interesting to me when it comes to callers abroad or like, say, in Africa, when we get African callers, people from that area, you know, um, you know, they got the accent and they're from there. And those are always interesting because they're always willing to learn about what your culture is like, you know, kind of like you're asking me questions about my culture and my country and stuff like that. They do as well. And then. They've got their own personal love life issues or whatever that's unique to their way of life. And it's really, really such a cool thing for me. I always enjoy uh, that aspect. Of Why it. is love always the problem? I know, but, right? You, know, like, <laughs> right. I, I, you tell me, Alex. Why is love always the problem? You got man? a couple of days? Yeah, right. right. Love it, is just, a motherfucker, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it always seems to be. Does, the it, does it get any easier when you, as you grow older, obviously? Because age is a big aspect on like, accepting and patience and all that. 
Is love still going to be a problem when you go? It's always a problem. What makes it easier is your experience. It is. Yep. Because right? you have that to, to oh kind of guide you in the future. You know, Alex, good, good point. So people call me and they're like, I'm 32. I've never had a boyfriend, never had a girlfriend. I'm like, oh, you're fucked. I was a oh, whole, you're screwed. Wow. Because, you know, that life experience, you need those breakups, man, early on, hopefully in your late teenage years and your 20s and stuff like that, that people who have not been in relationships and they're 35 and 34 and I get this call all the time, I always fear for them. I always go, shit, I worry about you. Not because you haven't been in a relationship. That's okay. I don't worry about you being likable or dateable. It's the choices you have not experienced and the heartbreak and the how do I deal with these issues. Is that right? Like yeah, if you're not true. in a relationship in your 30s, you're... There's, no, there's you're a, not screwed. You're not screwed, but there's a little red flag that might. <laughs> no, there is a red flag. Yeah. You got to be careful. Yeah, you know, especially if the person you're dating currently takes advantage of that. Sure, you know. Sure, sure. Oh wait a minute! I should start dating some people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never been in a relationship. We take advantage. Okay, you've been manipulative. Check. I'm on it. Yeah. Well, what did I do with my teens? <laughs> Man. Um, what else were we gonna talk about? <laughs> is that it? Is that all your list? Uh, no, we had a couple uh, more questions. Yeah, and stuff. fire away, man. It's fun. I, I just, I don't know. Um, it, it's, it's always refreshing. I, I keep saying refreshing. I don't know why. But it's always nice. It's okay. It's a nice accent to it. You can say it over and over. People like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, always, it's always nice to hear uh, or, or talk to people because I have very reclusive. Reclusive? What is it? Reclusive, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, like, I just enjoy conversation. Sure. Especially, like, coming from another country and, like, transforming my point of view over and having all the issues that I have, whatever, it's nice to hear this. And your podcast fucking helps a lot. It really <laughs> does. I mean, wow. only one episode makes me realize a lot of things that I didn't really pay attention to. Pancho's a very broken boy. But, well, oh. You know, I really appreciate that, Pancho, because, again, you know, foundation-wise of the show, it's to appeal to Filipinos. And clearly, you know, you're not Filipino. And for you to have such high praise for it really does make uh, me very happy. Um, I, I, I want to thank you. That's very kind of you to say is, is my point. It, it's, it's nice to know. Like I said, when you get people calling in from countries or listening in that don't, um, you know, they're not Filipino. So I think sometimes they don't relate. And then they do. Boy, that's a, such a compliment. You know, there are times I've walked in Singapore because, you know, on iTunes, the show, at least in the past, was the number one podcast in all of Singapore. And Singapore is not, you know, a largely Filipino. There's it's largely Chinese, Indian, Malay and all that stuff. And then yet when I walk around, I get, you know, local kind of Singaporean Chinese people go, oh, you're the guy for the podcast, you know, and I'm like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm in tears because <laughs> it's a really, really big deal, you know, and that's very nice to hear compliments from people who are not Filipino. Uh, I mean, Filipino comments are great, guys. Yeah, if you just case, you know, I'm, not, I'm just saying that because I always kind of thought that the show was for them. And then when it branches out and other people appreciate it, super big deal for me. Yeah, man. It, uh, I relate a lot to it, too. Yeah, it's. I got a lot of advice. <laughs> I, I try my best to kind of when I travel, like I've had many times where, for example, I'll be in London, you know, and I'll kind of tweet out, hey, any podcast listeners are here, you know, let's go to Starbucks. And then, you know, I get to Starbucks and all of a sudden there's like a, a fairly sizable amount yeah. of people. And they say, oh, yeah, I saw your tweet and I traveled here two hours away, you know, from yeah, the UK. And I'm like, cool. man, that's really cool. Even here in, in Las Vegas, it happens rather regularly. You know, I go to a CVS or, for example, and. There's always a guy who listens to the podcast, you know, and it's it's always really, really cool, you know. Um, in fact, again, I, I hope I don't come off as bragging, but it almost happens every day. Um, you know, yeah, it happened yesterday. You know, it yeah. happened the day before, right? Yeah, it, it happens about every day. 
you know, we went to the strip yesterday. So the strip is prime area for oh, yeah. kind of podcast listeners. You'd bump into somebody and happened in the gym uh, yesterday as well. So it's nice, man. It, it's, it's, it's really, really cool. It's really cool. Nice. Yeah, it's a good feeling. Um, we, we heard that you're getting into photography. And I know my friend Ponto right here oh. is yeah. an aspiring photographer, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm still aspiring. Don't worry. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Not necessarily aspiring. It's just I, I took an interest of it yeah. as of lately. It's it says on your Wikipedia that you're a photographer as well. I don't know how, I don't know how true how that I is. Got there. Yeah, no. I, 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 well, I mean, no, I'm not a photographer. I've been able to take pictures that, you know, have turned into like a poster, you know, before. But again, I think a lot of that is more of who I am right. as a personality than me being an excellent photographer. By any, I think it's because I get to post it on Instagram or yeah. whatever. And because I have a large following on online, somebody sees it and like, oh, can I make that into a poster and we'll pay you this or whatever. I'm like... Sure. You don't have to pay me. The fact that I, you know, somebody even yeah, just said that, great. it's kind of cool. So, don't say that. They're not going to pay you. Know, right? yeah, 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 No, but like sometimes, you know, okay, here's the thing. I'm not a good photographer. I have access to events um, and I get up close. So because of that, you can't mess that up. You know, you're, when you're that close and you got a fairly decent camera, you're going to take a really good picture. Right. So I think that's why it sells. I don't want to say I'm a good photographer by any means. You know, it's just luck, I think. Yeah. What, what kind of photographer do you prefer? Uh, you know, landscape sports. I, I do a lot like like sports, like sports uh, photography again because I have access. To, you know, I cover the NBA for a living as well. So having those players like right in front of you and being able to take them, um, they do all the work. Again, it's it, really it's not me. It's the subjects. Yeah. You know, um, if you put me in, in 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 a scenario where I have to do a lot of technical stuff, I don't think I'm a I'm a very good photographer at all. Like if you're like, oh take a picture of the super moon with a you know. Fucking cactus next to it. I'm like, oh, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll take a picture of Steph Curry in the middle of a three point shot. Sure, and then you know you can make it into a basketball card, you know, or whatever. You know, so that that's about the extent of my interest in. If I'm being ability. selfish, I would ask you for advice. Like, would you advise me to actually seek? Uh, actual training, like classes or whatever, in, in, or in photography. Or, yeah. Well, you know, I, I think the number one thing, and this is what I I and this is more for me interviewing great photographers. Um, is lighting. Like, man, know your lighting. If you can get the lighting down, especially with people, you're, you've conquered you know, maybe 70% of the craft. That The lighting is always really the biggest, biggest thing. Um, so if you want to be an apprentice or if you want to go on YouTube or if you want to do... I know a lot of people who go on YouTube to learn photography and they're excellent photographers and they get jobs you know, mm. because of photography. They, they get paid to do it and they learn on YouTube. You know, um, Lighting, man. Just lighting, lighting, lighting just the most important thing even with your camera shit if you can light it up well you're you're good to go okay. um and i think that's it so y- there are groups like say meetup.com you, you know what meetups meetup.com no, you know what it is yeah, yeah, right yeah. it's like a little kind of community it's like a website that people meet up when they have common interest if you like softball and you're looking for a bunch of people to play with you go on meetup.com and there's Fucking 50 people there right. ready to play. Photography is one of the big meetups uh, there. There's a bunch of groups that you can join. A lot of the times, most of the time it's free. But sometimes they'll have special like classes and stuff. They'll charge you or something. But no, man, it could be about anything. It could be fucking about religion as we were talking about earlier. It could be about softball, photography, hiking. Meetup.com's got it all. And there's a huge kind of community for that here in Las Vegas. So I suggest do that. Okay. Sign up. It's free. Might as well, right? And you get to kick the shit with people and all of a sudden they're interesting put them on the show you never know alright yeah, I mean I would have not known about that if yeah. I hadn't asked so yeah it's great what are you you on Meetup Alex? Uh, I was on Meetup I still have it I still get the emails but I usually don't participate anymore mm-hmm. I used to uh, participate in the tennis group 
Yeah, right. See? For so, tennis. Yeah, cool. You play tennis? Yeah. What? Are you good? I'm okay. Fuck. He's Can you good. teach me? He's yeah. Good? yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> next weekend. You want to play tennis? Let's sure. Play tennis. You should yeah, try yeah. challenging him in ping pong, too. I got the, there's yeah. a tennis court at the gym. It's right next to your place. All right. Uh, oh, hell yeah. No, dude. dude, I love tennis. Yeah? Yeah. Fuck. All right. I, I got to do that. You but yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of look like, what's his name? Frederick? No. Jesus. Uh, guy, it's Federer. Rough... Federer, yeah, uh, there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you do look like Federer. Holy shit. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But yeah, no, I didn't know that about you. We got to knock that out. All right, cool. But yeah, dude, meetups. Meetups.com. Everybody, go. go I'm going to see if there's a meetups for podcasts. I, there are. You know, there are meetups for podcasting, for blogs. I'm part of that group as well. Yeah. I haven't gone to any of the uh, to, the meetings and stuff because, you know, with the kids and all that shit. Yeah. But no, there are. And do it. Do it. Trust me. You never know what you can get. And it's free, like a great majority of the time. See if there's uh, any lessons on podcasting, because I'm obviously not that great at it right now. <laughs> no, no. Listen, I'm I'm having fun, man. No, I'm I'm really. And again, please, genuinely, wholeheartedly, no. I would love to be back and just kind of hang out with you. And or again, I want to invite you guys to come on, like, to my studio, and we can record one of your podcasts. There. I would, would be, I would love cool. to see your studio, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's good. It's, it's a nice little humble place. It's nice, nice. Yeah. nice. Well, I think uh, that's gonna be the end of our podcast right there. What do you guys think? Did you enjoy your time, though, right? I you sincerely, really, really did. Um, and, you know, yeah, I, I really appreciate it. And I was waiting for this. I, uh, I'm, not, I'm not bullshitting <laughs> you. I was like, when you first said that you had a podcast, I was like, okay, I'm just going to wait to be invited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alex. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being on the podcast, man. No problem, man. Dude, Alex is a great resource oh, person, man. Right. You, yeah, you, dude, well, dude. It's because I'm afraid that he's going to bring up my personal issues. Right, right. <laughs> no, Alex, you're excellent. Listen, if my show was on on weekdays, I would have you there, too. Maybe if you have a weekday for free, uh, you know, free. It's early. It's like 5 a.m., but, you know, on a weekday. If you ever I'm wake always up, free 5 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in bed. Just give yeah, a call. I know. I go, where do you want, man? But, yeah, we, we, we tape our podcast really, really early um, in the morning, so... Um, Dude, yeah, if, if there's like a Memorial Day or one of the holidays, which we don't, you know, uh, we, we work on the U.S. holidays. So, dude, please, we'd love to have you. All, all you guys, that would be great. That'd be awesome. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right, yeah. well, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, they could find you at, on Instagram. Oh, yeah, Instagram, uh, Twitter. It's at DJ Mo Twister. Uh, I am there. And, you know, but it's mostly pictures of my fucking kids and shit but yeah you know, <laughs> still still uh you know it's, it's a good way to get in touch with me i do read all the messages uh, there are a lot of messages that come in and i do in fact read almost each and every one of them yeah. oh yeah i've tried well i've i've been wanting to comment on some photos and like mm-hmm. saying some stuff but i'm like I, I don't know if he's gonna reply am i just gonna like i don't know i get all no 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 <laughs> no 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 cuss you out. no no <laughs> Dude, listen, Gilead, we we totally are equals in this. Like, you know, really. I mean, again, when I very, I, I met you the first time. Uh, it was was it Noah's birthday? Uh, My birthday. His birthday. Your birthday. Sorry, did I say your son's name. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. Uh, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of them. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, and, and you know, you told me that you're into this, dude. Immediately, there's like, there's always a connection for me with people who do this, um, because this is not. You know, this is really your own thing. There's a lot of hard work you got to put in yourself, a lot of technical stuff you got to do in yourself. And I really, really respect that. So, yeah, no, man, I really, I've really enjoyed my time here. And anytime you need me, especially for a fellow brother in podcasting, man, I'll be there. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Just don't move any further away than than this. I know, right? (laughs) 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 If you're like, hey, Mo, you want to get some of my podcasts? It's in my new house. Where? It's like 20 minutes more (laughs) further than the other one. It's on Mount Charleston. Yeah, all right. Upgraded. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I mean, it's a 25 minute drive. It's, it's nothing. Valley of Fire now. Yeah. <laughs> if we were in LA, this is down the street. You know? yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Still an hour. 
Yeah, 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 bro, totally. Yeah. No, these days, Alex and I used to live, you know, fairly close to each other, maybe four or five streets down. Yeah. No, these days in LA, shit, that would, that would take forever to get uh-huh. to now. But yeah. So good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys again for coming. Poncho, thank you for being my co host. Welcome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I got to thank him in every single time because. I feel like I'm. He's a blessing to me, man. Having him. Oh here. man, Pancho is great. Me. He carries no, me. No, he's, he's great. No, I, I, I just I just need a lot of reassurance. No, no, <laughs> I'm a very needy person. Yeah, yeah. No, I gotta tell you, I love it. I love all of you. I, you know, you're great, Pancho. Yeah, I think you're gonna do fine in this industry as well. You're, you're, oh, thanks, good man. for you, man. Meet up. It means a lot for, coming from for the, all, for the photography, <laughs> man. Also, if you, if you get into that, good stuff. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you guys later. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. See ya. Thank you for listening to 40 for 40 Podcast on Problem Call Network.